Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three, call! The Rangers are going to the World Series! Drives with underneath lefty layup, banks it in with 3.6 remaining. To the cutting door down the lane, yes, there it is! There it is! And the Mavericks are going to win the championship! And welcome back to another episode of the Core Force Dallas podcast. And today, um, unfortunately, Gabe is not going to be able to be on the pod today. He actually got food poisoning. So hopefully he's wishing him a speedy recovery and hopefully he gets back soon. But in the meantime... I do have one of my close friends. He, he, he just wants me to call him Jay as respect for his identity. So I'm here with Jay, Dallas sports fan, friend friend of the pod too, big hockey fan. So that, that's what's going to be today's focus. So go ahead and introduce yourself. What's up, guys? I'm Jay, uh, big hockey fan, OG, was there in 99, repping Dallas through and through. What's up? Yeah, so Jay, Jay, Jay's, Jay's a veteran in the Dallas sports realm. So we're gonna hopefully we get some good good topics today. But today we're we're really gonna focus on some stars talk today because we've had a lot of it's a lot of stars relevant news right now to talk about, and a lot, it's, it's it's all depressing news. There's not there's nothing good we're gonna talk about today in relation to the stars. It's all gonna be very sad and depressing. So, um, so if 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 you're not a big hockey fan, uh, you can go ahead and click off now. We'll get to some maps at the end of the pod if you want to skip to that. I'll probably timestamp it. We might, we actually might even incorporate some Cowboys in here because I haven't really talked a lot of Cowboys on the pod because there really hasn't been a lot of NFL news. But we can just talk some general NFL news, the whole COVID protocol thing. But in terms of the in terms of DFW hockey, the Stars came into the NHL bubble as the four seed in the Western Conference, and I and I was and I was under the impression it was always it's like okay, well the Stars they can't move down, so like the Stars really got nothing to lose. So and, and then we played the we played the Nashville game. I was like, okay, it's an expedition game. I'm not too worried. And then we played the Vegas game. And through two periods, I was like, holy cow, the Stars can score and they can play defense. And then after the Vegas game, I was like, what the hell did I just watch? And then and then today we played the Colorado Avalanche, and I was like, okay, I don't know what the hell just happened yet in the two days ago. So I'm just gonna be optimistic. And the Stars completely shit the bed today. And I, and I'm like, okay, I don't know what the hell is going on. But but yeah, J, 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 B, JB, if you want to um, uh, go ahead and uh, give your opinions on what you've seen from the stars so far, you can you can comment on the Vegas game, today's game, or whatever you want to say. I'm go with the uh, Vegas game. So through one first shot on goal, Bishop five hole. Oof, who would have saw that coming? Yeah, definitely that, me. Yeah. He uh, he mentioned prior to the the game, what has he got to work on the most? He definitely mentioned fast break, and that showed giving up. I think it was three out of the five or fast break goals. Oof. Also, just the total collapse in the third and the coach just sitting there, not even using his timeout, just made my heart sink to the floor. Just seeing just like one, two, three, okay, now <laughs> game's over. It was tough. And you just in those moments as well, you just want to see like maybe a veteran, like when it's 3-3, three, three, maybe a veteran step up and be like, we're not going to let any more come in. Like I was really hoping Jamie would step in and just like, knock somebody out or just make sure another one wasn't going wasn't, wasn't, another one wasn't going in but that didn't happen so it was pretty tough and just bishop in those times like that like bishop in that game it's you see him starting to slide around it's if i'm bonus i'm like it's tied three to three i need to change the fucking setting and the shit like this is bad we gotta move on we gotta like put they'll be in there for a spark plug maybe we could get it to ot take our chances in ot but 
shit the bed like usual. Yeah, and, and, and really about that game was even after we blew the lead, I was like, okay, if we can at least get to overtime, because, I mean, all we really yes. needed was a point, like, that, that, like especially in these round-robin games, all you can really ask for is to hopefully just get a, successfully can get, you can get a, you can successfully get a point. That's really, that's really all you want. So, the, the fact that we could, that we couldn't even get a point out of that game is very, very, very frustrating. So, yeah. And honestly, it just through the first two periods, it was just it was so incredibly good. Like the stars, yeah, dom- the stars dominated. They dominated possession. I mean, their the stars' forecheck looked absolutely incredible. They that was perfect Dallas Stars hockey. They they were using the forecheck to generate offense. They got tired Vegas guys out there, and they and they got deflections. It was honestly just perfect. That 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 bar down by Big Rig was just so sexy, so tasty. I was like. This is the Stars hockey I remember. This is the Stars hockey that got their defenders up, got them shooting, pucks on net, pucks on net, hard forecheck, and then it comes into the third, they just start skating around, let them get zone time, and then boom, boom, boom. Yeah, that was probably that was probably the biggest the biggest like I, I for one, I, I didn't know Alexia had a shot like that, if I'm being honest with you. But like I'm happy if he does. But that was the thing. Bonus was really vocal about getting the defensemen involved in plays, and that's something that really that since Monty left that we really hadn't seen because um, I mean, Haskin in, in his first year had had a lot of goals and a lot of assists, but this year Haskin really hasn't had really any offensive chances because because the D men just aren't even getting involved, and it really makes no sense when you have when Klingberg you have Klingberg and Haskin are two really good offensive. When I see them circle back every time behind the net, I'm like, why are you not pushing it forward? Why are you not using your feet to get up? Why are you not moving? And it's just it's upsetting. You see them. You see them in their own zone, and it looks like they're stuck in sand. A lot of deflected passes through the center of the ice. It's just not stars hockey. It's not what you want to see. And it, it's not even it's not even the players' fault. They're doing. They're only doing the players are. This is another thing I get pissed off with stars fans. The players are only doing what they're be, they're being coached to do. So obviously the D the D men. The only reason the D men aren't doing that is they're doing that because the D men. They're getting coached. The they're not they're not being told to come up on the rush, which honestly makes no sense with Klingberg and Haskin. Now Haskin Haskin in, in that Vegas game was the best player on the ice. I mean, he had, he had three assists. He had two primaries. Three, three goals, beautiful. And that's what you need. You need him controlling play. You need him being the quarterback and having people push forward, straight lines. And we were straight lines through two straight periods. And then you see the third period, and you see that progressive try to hold the lead. And when the stars try to hold the lead, we know what happens: choke city. Straight up, not trying to be rude, not trying to be disrespectful, but if we try to play just straight up, hold the lead, that's where it gets risky, and that's where we lose leads, and that's where we lose games and momentum. You play, you play, you play to win the game. You 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 don't, you never, you never, you never, you never, you never want to take your foot off of the gas. Like you, like it's like it's like what what you get told in sports all the time. Hold your hold your foot on, keep the keep the the gas pedal down. Don't let up or keep when you have when you have the your foot. At, on the enemy's throat, you don't you don't let them live. You you finish the job and you put them out of their misery. You never want to leave the door open. Never. <laughs> and um, uh, this just happened on the pod live, but the Chicago Blackhawks have now taken a two to one lead at the end of the first period in the Edmonton Oilers game. So, big yikes for the Edmonton Oilers right now. <sighs> Good lord, Edmonton. But we can get in. We'll get into that after this. But speaking of the Blackhawks Edmonton series, that does have a big implication on who the Stars are going to play in the first round. So we we'll get into that after we finish talking about these games. But this is going to be a that has a big implication on it. But yeah, back to what back to the Stars. 
I mean, it really is frustrating when you think about it that the um uh that the stars finally scored goals and you're like, oh my god, we scored in that Vegas game. We scored we scored three goals in the matter of five minutes and all and one of them. It, it was all stars goals. It wasn't snipes. It wasn't pretty. It was all those play. The stars, like I always say this, I don't know if you agree with this or not, but the stars, the stars play a playoff style of hockey throughout the, the, the stars yeah. play style is a playoff it's style of hockey. It's a possession. It's a, it's a, a get in deep. It's a get in like a, how do you say this? It's like, wait for your, the other team to be lacking. The stars are built to win in the playoffs, like goaltending, defense. But at a certain point, the stars got to learn when to balance that. Because I'm not a big fan of the the dump and chase is good. Now, like like a dump and chase against Vegas, that second period it worked because the stars were good enough on the forecheck that game to where they could just dump and chase, get the puck, and set up an offense. But when the dump and chase isn't working, you got to just come in the zone clean. Yeah, and you, you just gotta you, you have guys like Geary. You have guys like Miro. You have guys like uh, even Sagan, if he wants to push it, they can get in there and they can get the puck in there. I, I, I believe they still can, especially people like Gary. And I remember just like, today, it feels like they weren't even moving into the, the other opponent's zone. It was just they lived on the defensive end on their heels, I guess you could say. They just backpedaling, just lack, just lack of energy, except I don't even know if they're interested in playing right now. Like when from from the moment they got back to camp and everybody's like, oh, we're so excited to be here. To what I see on the ice right now, I can tell you, I'm not I'm not too optimistic about the playoffs. I'll be realistic. And, that, and that's another thing too, which I I I really don't know if the stars are playing are are because I mean just look in the Eastern Conference. The Boston Bruins were the best team in the NHL, and they've already dro- and they dropped two of their first round robin games. So are the Bruins playing bad, or are the Bruins just not taking the round robin seriously? And I think it could be one of those things. Do I? I don't. I don't think the Boston Bruins are bad. I still think they're the best team in the East. But like as I said, some teams just don't care about the matchup. And as we've seen in this qualifying round so far. The match matchups don't mean nothing because there's so many upsets. So maybe the stars are just trying to like get out of this thing healthy. I hope so. I hope that's what it is. I hope they're just spitballing, shooting out lineups to see what happens, what's the best fit. But whatever they try today, they need to send that shit the fuck back because that was horrible. That's four zero. And and, and what's sad about what's sad about it is is Dob, Dob, Dobby wasn't even bad. Like Dobby was really good. If Dobby 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 kept it from being like six or seven goals easily. I thought it was gonna be four zero in the first period. Yeah, I mean, good it was lord. Power play after power play. Oh yeah. Speaking of, we took way too many penalties. All if if we didn't take a penalty that game, we could have been in that game the whole time. Th- pretty much all three of Colorado's go. All actually no, all four of them did because the one of them came three three power play goals, I believe, or two, and then the other the other two I think came off the ends of like power plays. So yeah. the, if the stars just the stars got to be more disciplined. And one thing that's been really bad, the stars have taken a lot. The stars have only drawn. They've only drawn two penalties, and they've and they're committing yeah. like they've committed so many, and that's not good. It's not. And the stars need to do a better job about drawing penalties because the stars' power play looked really good in that Vegas game. That was a perfect yeah. power play. That second unit with Gary on is looking dangerous. And I mean, Actually, per- Perry Perry in front of the net is so good because per- I mean that was that was one of that was one of the best deflections I've ever seen. Such a good antagonist too. He knows how to get under the other team's skin. Well, that's what Perry. That's what Perry's good at, man. He's good. He's good at pissing people off and getting them to take penalties. I hated him so much when he was a duck. I'll be honest. I called him Skeletor. He annoys the he annoys the crap out of you, man. Yeah, he's bad. 
He was bad. Uh, but, like, it's just you need everybody to be working together, and it seems like these guys, like, outside of that, that second, the first and second period against Vegas, like, what I've seen against Nashville and then what I saw against today, it just seemed like a team that was just disengaged. I mean, Klinger, Klinger wasn't in there today, so that might have something to do with it, but it's still just like... Yeah, Klinger, Kling, Klinger and Bishop both had were unfit to play, because that's all they can say, but I'm assuming that both of them probably just got off days trying to get rest and just trying to make sure they're healthy. I don't know if it's a good thing that we have, I think, what, four days off till the game on Sunday against the Blues? But, uh, gives us time to heal up. But also, but another thing I was saying is that game, the game on, we haven't even gotten this, but the game on Sunday might not even matter. Like, the Stars, if, if the Blues win to, if the Blues are playing Vegas tomorrow, if the Blues win tomorrow, the Stars are locked into the, to the fourth seed no matter what. But if the Blues lose tomorrow, then the Blues and Stars are going to play on Sunday, and the winner of that would get the three seed, and the winner gets the four seed. But the one thing I can say for sure <clears throat> right now is that the Stars. The stars are pretty much locked into not playing the Blues. Oh, and the Rangers yeah. just gave up a home run. Depression. Um, well, that's. I think I called that a little bit earlier about the Rangers just doing what they usually do. We've given up three home runs this game. It's it's now five to four, Oakland in the seventh. It was four to two. We've given up two home runs. Yikes. It's finished about six to five, six to four. Or was it? They got four right now. Rangers got four. Uh, yeah, we have four. Yeah. Oof. Said the game. This is off topic, but for the Rangers, man, the game, the games are hitting shows up, the pitching doesn't. And the games, the pitching shows up, the hitting doesn't. It's just, it's just too much inconsistency from both sides. But back to the, back to the stars, though. The star, the stars. What really is just frustrating is like there's some games where the where like the 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 the, the, the you'll we'll score, and the next game we won't score. It, it's just like. The stars are really the inconsistency has been a big problem, not just for the stars, but for all the doubt, for all for all for all the for all the Dallas sports teams. It's just inconsistency. Matter, it, it, it's it with the with the stars though. It's just like dating back to what was it? February was the last time they won a game in regulation. Uh, yeah, February twenty sixth. It's been a hundred and like seventy something days. Oof. You know, if I, even the game doesn't matter Sunday, I'd still like to see it win and some goals. I'm not even gonna play. I just want some encouragement to like going into the actual seven game series, regardless of who we play. Goals and a team effort. That's all I want to see. I want to see a team that wants to play. Honestly, if I'm being completely honest with you, even if that Blues game doesn't matter on Sunday, I think we should just try to win that game just for momentum and just confidence boosting. It playoffs in the NHL. It's all about who's high. If we're not hot, how are you going to go into a seven-game series expecting to carry that anything into any kind of momentum, any kind of power? Like, if you're not playing as a team confidently going into a seven-game series, regardless of who you're playing, I don't have confidence. As simple as that. That's my opinion. Yeah, no, that's 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 absolutely absolutely correct, and there's no doubt about it. the Stars. Do need to get get try to at least win that. Hopefully, that game matters on Sunday because that will actually make it more more entertaining to watch. So, you just, you just, you know, like Jamie Ben. I'll, I'll be honest, he's my favorite hockey player almost of all time, like, or of all time. Like, what he's done for this franchise, bringing them out of the dark age, putting them, like, in the playoffs <clears throat> these past years, and what he did in 2016, also winning Art Ross. He's a player that not only cares about the city, but his teammates. Like, he's a captain's captain. Like, he will fight, he will score, he will hit, but he backs up what he says and like i've always hoped and wanted him to win so like i'm expecting him to hopefully hopefully show up and be big time these next games and in the playoffs 
yeah, that's de- I definitely definitely agree with you on on that. And to a certain extent, the stars just really need to find that consistency, because because I, at this point I can't. We'll know more once the actual playoffs start if this is the same old stars that have been playing this bad. But I I just I have I just have this feeling that like the stars are not playing a full one hundred percent. Like maybe they're maybe maybe they're trying to bluff their maybe they're trying to bluff their game plan for the actual playoffs so teams don't know what's coming. Like, but really, it's just such a mystery because the stars. Like, I'm gonna honestly go out and say I feel this stars this roster is better than the team last year. But the 2019 stars played a lot have been played a lot better than the stars have this season. Yeah, I mean, like, if we just need. We just need somebody to help Garyon up and hence, like I feel like they're the only ones that like are consistently scoring this year. It, it, it's it's just sad because there's no way Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan aren't this bad. It's the system. It's what. I, there's no way. Like that's what I'm saying. They can't go from being perennial thirty goal scorers every year, seventy eighty points to what forty and fifty points. What do they got? Like sixty fifty point forty points. It's just bad. Like neither of them got more than twenty goals. No, I'm 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 telling I'm telling you, man. We need, the stars are gonna have to get another coach because we can't we can't just waste Sagan's prime like this. It's just it's so frustrating. Not a year, sorry, a month and a half, I believe. Like it was like from like it was was it January? He didn't score a freaking goal. Like, Something it, like that. Just, you don't have a guy like Sagan who has a slapper and an eye for the net like that and goes an entire month. The problem is I we know I know the coaching is bad because. Like if you just look at the situational stuff, Sagan's not he's not on the left dot on power plays, but they're not even putting Pavelski in front of the net for tips on power plays. They haven't at the point. Like there's just clear coaching, stupid decisions that you can see that's so annoying. Oh, it's just, it's, I, I, I got more faith in Jamie Benn than I do than anybody on the team, but there's only so much he can do. Like do everything right. Like he does so much. And like people like Monty said that last year after the seasons, like Jamie Ben took a big hit in scoring because of what I asked him to do, and people like still don't recognize that shit, and it's upsetting. But I feel like we'll go as far as our goaltending and Jamie, in my opinion. Like he's the heart and soul of this team, and if he's not playing every game in beast mode, or at least like engaging in beast mode, our chances are slim to none on moving past the first round. Yeah, def- definitely. And it's it's just as a Stars fan, it's very very frustrating because you know the potential this team has. Just go below, because a goal away, a a a, a wraparound shot away from, from the I, West Conference Finals. I'm still Basically, I'm still convinced that went in, man. If they if they had that puck tracking technology where they could like six, the micro trips in the pucks, six periods without a penalty against St. Louis. Six periods. At at the end of the day, we should have we should have scored a goal regardless. Like it's it was just BS. I think Jamie Ben hit the post in that period also too. I mean, at the end of the day, it was it, it was just bad luck. Who was it? I think was it Como or somebody like that was like it was it was a backhand wide open and it was just like it missed like right at the end of regulation or overtime. It's just the stars the stars in the playoffs have just been a legacy of failure recently. Not oh I would I mean getting to game seven of the second round is not failure in my opinion especially for the especially for a I mean the stars were a wild card team it's not like we were number one in the division I mean knocking off Nashville who was the division winner was still really impressive. Oh it was and to be at the game six in the house that was like I was there too. 
that feeling, like, like when the when Klinger hit that shot, the emotions and like the, the the feeling in that building is something you you have to be there to feel it. It's like it's like you're, it's like a part of another family, another like a whole energy, a whole vibe. This is like a, a NHL playoff. an NHL playoff game is like nothing you've ever experienced. You have to be there to understand the to the NHL playoffs. The, 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 like, and then I think it was was it game was it game three against the Blues? That we lost, but it was like back and forth at the end, and it was just like, oh my god, this is insane. And then game four was just like another level because we straight up wrecked them. We 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 game, had the Blues. We were up three two. We should have won one of the last two game games. Six, we later, just choked. It was just because we couldn't like, score. I still on the whistle when Bishop went down, and I still freak out thinking about that. I mean, I don't think it would have mattered anyway. We were we were still down. I think when that happened, right? It was one to zero, but that blew it open. That's true. It's still just like the officiating in that series really blew my mind. Like I think I don't think Essa Lindell flopping helped us either, but that the officiating in that series was <laughs> suspect. And Patrick Maroon, fuck you, bitch. Anyways, it is it is what it is. But like, but like let, let, let's let's get in let, let's get into like the stars. Like let's get into like how the seating's been working and what everything's looking like. So currently. I think the whole I think the surprise of the whole playoffs right now is the Montreal Canadiens are up two to one on the on the Pittsburgh Penguins. That just happened. So, all praise to Lord and Savior Carey Price. He's he's been carrying his back is going to be broken in a couple of years just from carrying Montreal's franchise. He's a good goalie. Yeah, he's freaking amazing. They never put a good team around him. He just continues to just. <laughs> they it's... traded. Uh, who was it? For Domi, they gave away who for Domi. I don't remember, but Domi is really good. Yeah, I think it was Kachinyak. Was it? No, who was it? Who, who the freak was it? I don't remember. So, I don't know, but we also got Radulov off after his one year there. Yeah, he was, they, he was he was he was good in that one year. That was actually a big loss for Montreal. Yes, and they hated Radulov. He was a snake. He was a coward, a liar. <laughs> oh, that was a fun off season. Um, I had some fun on Twitter, but but. But yeah, the um, it's it's just frustrating from the stars' perspective because, I mean, for me, if 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 Edmonton somehow loses to Chicago, which game three is happening right now, and and Chicago is up, so if Edmonton somehow chokes to Chicago, then I don't really care who the stars play. I don't really care if the stars are the four seed. If they don't play Edmonton, I don't think the stars could care either. Yeah, I just like I said already. If we're not playing with any kind of momentum, no matter who we play, I'm not very confident. That's true. Like, like if our system's not working, is it going to work in the playoffs unless the players decide to take over? Is Jamie going to go full beast mode for a seven-game series, every series? We need it. Will we get it? We we need we'll we need we need we need we need our we need the star we need we really do need the star players to show up show up. I mean, I miss this. I, I haven't had a Satan hat trick, and I don't know how long. I miss the days we, we, of we, the, the offense just isn't they're they're not they don't draw up any offense for our players anymore. It's just it's just dump and chase and shoot from the point and hope we get a tip in or a. Yeah. Lo- it's so dated. We need clean entries. We need defensive man moving up. We need more pinches. 
you need to take more risks to win in the NHL these days. We don't take half as much risks, and when we do, we look stupid and silly. I mean, the Stars run a pretty basic offense. It's get, it's dump and chase, win the four check, cycle in the zone. If if you if they turn the puck over and are bad, the Stars can get a quick two on. But I want to see that the Stars offense were like the defenseman. I want to see like what Kel McCarr does for the Avalanche. I want to see our D men skate, go around people, exactly. come up and try to snipe wrist shots or look for people for one timers on the dots. That's what I want to see. I mean, going, I mean, playoff hockey is more dubbed down. Like, playoff hockey, you do just want to rip shots from the point and go for tips. That is playoff hockey. But, uh, but the star, the star, the stars play, the stars playoff hockey style only works so long. But, like, I'm saying they, 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 they can keep that style, but they need to, they need to play, they need to open the floodgates offensively a little bit. They just need to push tempo more, straight lines, not so much of the just. They gotta win the four checks too. They gotta be harder on the four checks. That second period against Vegas, the four check was beautiful. They were they were touching everybody. Today, whew, they couldn't even get to anybody. They couldn't even reach anybody. No, yeah, bad. the four the four check the four check against Vegas and the four check against the Abs is like a night and day difference. It's ridiculous. It was. It's, I didn't even see a four check today when I watched. I was just yeah, like, I didn't look like much of a four check. It is what it is, but at this rate, it looks. It looks like um. Uh, sorry, I just saw something on Twitter that made me laugh. It was um. Uh, I was scrolling through Twitter, and it was the Miami Marlins Twitter account posting that they're five and one and first in the division. And then I scrolled to the right, and it says we want Bama. <laughs> and I I had a little <laughs> chuckle inside. Shout out to the Marlins, though. Shout out, shout out to the Marlins. Not for getting COVID, but for. I was about to say shout out to COVID. When, winning, being first in your division. I mean, your other teams had to get COVID for that to happen, but sure. Um, but at this rate, the Stars looking like they're probably going to be the fourth seed, barring, I mean, like, I, the Stars have shown me nothing that they're going to beat St. Louis on Sunday. Nope. Dang thing. And the St. Louis Blues kind of own us. They kind of own us now and kind of have our numbers. So I'm just going to assume the Stars are locked into the fourth seed. So the Stars are most likely going to play the Edmonton Oilers, but if the Edmonton Oilers manage to choke, the Stars will end up playing either Vancouver, the, the Preds, or... I don't want to play the Preds either. The Preds have our numbers, so... But the Preds are down 2-1. So barring the Coyotes don't choke, and Edmonton doesn't choke, the Stars will probably end up playing the Canucks or uh, uh, Calgary or um, uh, Winnipeg. So the Stars... If the Stars avoid... Basically, I'll take anybody but Edmonton. If the Stars just avoid... If the Stars don't have to play Edmonton, I mean, I don't care if the Stars are the four seed. But I do want to win and get momentum, but... We... Connor McDavid in the playoffs. Yeah, that dude's a freak. That dude's a freaking. He's the best player in the NHL. I don't care what anybody says. His other teammates going like Dry Settle and Nugent Hopkins, then it's just not going to be a pretty set for anybody. Yeah, McDavid is ridiculously good, and he is a he is a freaking beast, man. That goal he had against us last year, where he put it between his legs. Oh my god, man! He's just oof. McDav- McDavid's the funnest player I've ever watched. I love Crosby, but his game's more of a gritty, not flash type of game. I mean, Crosby shows flash, but Crosby's more of that traditional. He's just going to go and shoot it and be nifty. He was nifty in his younger years, but Crosby's more of a, 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 like, he's solid. Like, now he's still really good, but he's not that flash. McDavid, McDavid and McKenna are all flash and speed. Crosby was like that in his early years, but Crosby now is more of a, he's the captain. He's more of that grit guy. He still shows some of that flash, but he's not like, you know what I mean. Yeah, he's... He- McDavid, he just his hands, his speed. It's just that's what makes 
makes him so lethal. Like it's his hands in tight. It's just ridiculous. Like he could have like half a foot and he could bring it back and like put in top. The com the combination that McDavid has in terms of like to be to be that good at skating, to have those hands. Like he he just he just goes backhand over people's shoulder effortlessly. It's absolutely ridiculous. I hate him. And then his face is just like ooh. When he shows emotion, it's cool. But he just he's got that like that little young school kid face. Like it's just like he didn't even look like he's a grown man yet, and he's freaking doing all these people. He do dirty. he does he doesn't show, he doesn't show any emotion, but he doesn't need to. He can just go. He's like he 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 just go, he doesn't do a lot of talking. He, he I mean I I wouldn't either. His game speaks for himself. He kind of just goes out there and balls. That's why I like Jamie Benn so much because he's one of those dudes. His sellies when he does them. It's epic. Like, one of those those players that, when they selly, it's a selly. Like, when Jamie broke his stick over his, uh, his his knee that one time when he broke the goal, the goal drought, I was like, I love love to see it. Love to see it. Yeah. But the Stars have a lot of problems. We'll see how they do. I think Jay's going to start being more of a regular on this pod as a guest, especially when we're doing Star-specific stuff because he doesn't know a lot about hockey. But let's, 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 let's get some maps chat in in Let's here go. before before we wrap this thing up so, so the mavs the mavs we didn't get a post game pod because i mean obviously i'm like gabe got food poisoning that he just told me about that i was waiting for him to tell me but um the mavs took a oh my gosh that baseball just hit the umpire in the face with his in his mask that's crazy i've never seen that before um but the mavs the mavs did get a dub and it was considered a clutch win so yeah that, that was cool luca Luca, I mean, what Luca is doing right now? What can, what else can we say other than G O A T? I mean, this kid is phenomenal. Uh, uh, like, it, he's 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 up there with the greats already. His second season, what he's doing right now, the stat line he put up against the Kings. I don't care if it's the Kings, thirty what was it, thirty four, twenty and twelve. And if his 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 poise on the team would have hit at least four more, five more shots when he dimed it to him. We would have been looking at 20, 30, 20, 20. Yeah. These are the numbers you dream about when you draft a player or you trade for a player up in the draft. These, what what Luca's doing right now, even if we don't win in the playoffs, just making the playoffs and doing the numbers he's doing, it just indicates for nothing but a bright future. And that's that's what I'm going to tap in and say right now. Like, when you when you watch Luca, it's like another level. I'm, like, I watch a lot of basketball in my day. I've seen Dirk in his prime. I watched Dirk in the, the 2011 rum. I was there in the stands in San Antonio when we broke their 21-game win streak. I was there, and I saw the hate from San Antonio. They hate Dirk. But the hate I saw on Luca when me and my son were in San Antonio this year, when we won in the clutch, I've never seen people so upset at a kid shining. I've never, never seen it. And when you see the hate like that, you know he's special. Yeah, definitely. If it if it wasn't if it wasn't for Luca last game, we would have gotten blown in that in that Kings game. Oof. We would have we would have nobody could hit a damn shot. I mean, it was just bricks. Luca should have had thirty assists that game. Luca put the team on his back and literally carried everybody. Before like the seven minute mark of the fourth, I think it was like one of, one or two other players on the team were above forty percent shooting, and everybody else had hit one, a minimum one shot out of five shots or. Oh for shot, oh first, and it's just oof. You don't want to see that. And if Luca's able to like say get that Mamba mentality, that MJ killer instinct, and just say, okay, you know what, 
Y'all ain't hitting shit. I got this. You know what? I'm going to get to the line. I'm going to get these buckets. And that's what he did. He said, okay, guys, KP fouled out. Follow me. And that's exactly what he did. And that's what superstars do, and that's what goats do. And we are so lucky and fortunate to have Luka. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, no, it really it really comes down to, for the Mavs, consistency offensively. If if the Mavs if if the Mavs if the Mavs are hitting their three if the Mavs are hitting shots you can't beat the Mavs they're just gonna score too many points they're just gonna run you out the gym I really think that Houston game was such a fluke by Luke uh, by Rick not putting in Boban on that rebound it's just like that's a mental lapse on coaching that had nothing to do with the players like you cannot allow like, like that was just that just hurt my head like we don't let that happen. We win that game. The Suns, honestly, the Suns right now, they're looking like a good team. They're looking like a team that should be in the eighth spot over the Memphis Grizzlies for sure, in my opinion. That game winner by Booker, whoo! He had Paul George and Kawhi dripped on him. Just sheesh. That's a grown man now. That's a grown man. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it really... It really come. It really comes down to if the Mavs, the Mavs are gonna with the, with the OKC loss to, or the OKC beating the Lakers today, the the Mavs basically have no shot to move up seeding. So basically, the Mavs are pretty much locked locked into playing the Clippers. The Mavs play the Clippers tomorrow, and if the Mavs can beat the Clippers, the the Clippers and the Nuggets will become tied, and the Nuggets will actually have a shot to jump the Clippers. And that'll be what we want. Yeah, but. I don't. I. I mean. I didn't think the Mavs were going to get out of the first round anyway this year, especially not the Clippers. Any team, if it's any team, not the Clippers, I give. I, I give a good shot, but the the Clippers are just. Clippers. Clippers are the Lakers. Lakers because of the whistle. I think we could beat the Lakers in a seven game series. I don't think we could beat them because of the whistle, but with the Clippers, I, I don't see us beating them fair and square at all. Any other team I west, I see us taking them to seven. Any team at a seven and winning. Easy with having a player like Luca realizing what he has to do now in those situations, and he's growing every single game, and he knows what he's doing, what he's capable of. He's talking with the refs, he's getting friendly, he's knowing people's names. You see what he's doing, you know what's going on, and if he's able to keep up with that, and if he can have KP playing like he did in the first two games, and not have flunkers like he did the last game, I think we could compete with anybody in the NBA, just not the Clippers, because Kawhi and Paul George, Pat Beverly, what they're able to throw at Luca. And Doc Rivers being such a phenomenal coach, it's just too much veterans, too much skill, too much playoff. Like, already, they're already there. They already know what's going on. It'll be a great experience for Luka, but I just can't see us beating anybody else. That's a dub. Yeah, def- definitely. And it's not even it's not even close. But, I mean, I'm still excited to see the Mavs in their first playoff experience versus the Clippers. And who knows, who who's going to be hot, who's going to be not. I mean, the Suns just beat the, the freaking... Clippers, but I mean, I never expected the Mavs to get out of the first round. I really think next year, not even next year, because if, if you just look at the free agents, the Mavs, the, the role, the Mavs need better role players, and it, it, like I love the role players we have, but the Mavs still need one other bona fide isolation score, a three and D player. Now, my dream, my dream for the Mavs is to somehow get Victor Oladipo because he's just the perfect, he'd be the perfect fit here. Three point, he can shoot, he can play defense, he's a good. Victor Oladipo's the dream, but I mean the Mav the Mavs just need to the Mavs just need to do all they can to just somehow get Giannis to come here in twenty twenty one if he's a free agent and if, if he actually is willing to leave Milwaukee. Now if Milwaukee doesn't win the championship, I think he's gonna leave. Now let's pray to God he doesn't go to the Warriors, but um, I don't think he would do that. I think he most. I think the biggest threat to like, like him not going to the Mavericks is obviously the Warriors. Really? 
and it depends on like next year's success. If we're somehow better than the Warriors next year and like the Bucks choke or Bucks don't win this year, I definitely think it's a good possibility, especially with the way NBA execs already think it's a problem. And if NBA execs already talking about it, you know it's already being talked about with like players. I mean, they, I, I, there was already a thing about how, like, uh, it was like an anonymous NBA GM said the nightmare scenario for the NBA is if Giannis goes to Dallas because I don't think I don't think a team with Luka, Giannis, and K. I mean, Giannis and KP defensively, Jesus Christ! I mean, that team defense, Giannis and KP on the defensive end, like in 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 the in the paint, like you're not scoring. Nope. And then just imagine the spacing with that team. Another thing is Giannis can be Giannis can Giannis can can run can run the point. He can run the offense. So that would be another thing. We could take this pressure off Luca and let somebody else run the ball and like have Luca come off the ball a couple times too. Um, it's just the spacing, the, the 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 defense, and just the energy. Just the, oof. another person I'm pretty high on that's like would be a great role player for the Mavericks is Bertans out of uh, Washington. He's a guy that uh, opted out to not play in the bubble, so you're not seeing anything of him right now, but. If you look at his season stats and what he did for Washington, he is a player that would just fit in perfectly to certified now, sniper. I, I don't think we're I don't think we're gonna get him, but I mean I, I but but it's not just Giannis in that. In the twenty not this year's free agent class is not very good. There's some like good there's some good like number threes, but like but like I don't even know if the Mavs could afford a big three. I mean Luca would still be on his rookie contract, so I think you could do it. He's gonna get at least twenty five mil, I think. At least we cannot afford that either. Giannis can get the supermax. Well, I mean, Miami had three players on the max contract, so I mean, I think we could still do that if Mark wants to pay the luxury tax, which I think he. Would. I mean, I feel like Lucas would be the first player to get a five hundred million dollar contract. Probably. I think Mark needs to set the president and give Luca a ten year deal. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. If there could be one NBA player that gets the first ten year deal, it's Luca. Ten. No years. questions asked. I don't. I don't. I, I would never pay somebody I would never in the NBA I would never go over a four or five. Oh sh- with Luca I'm giving him whatever he wants. I'll give him a billion for five. I don't give a shit. Yeah, we'll see. There's there's the Mavs the Mavs this. needs the Mavs this offseason they need we we really need a bona fide defensive center to put next to KP in the starting lineup. In my opinion. Yeah, Dwight Powell got it. Yeah, but the White Powell's I'm talking about an actual center, like a six eleven, seven foot like big guy. Like not like Powell who's more Powell's more of a small forward, power forward. He's a roller. I know he's a roller, but he's just when he was out there, oof. He's, he's good. But but I'm talking about I'm talking about like a pure defensive, like like a defensive center that can grab that can that can actually go in there and grab rebounds and be effective in the like in like 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 I really want a Drummond, but I don't think the Mavs are ever gonna trade for him because he he just he just the Mavs want shooters. So yeah, it doesn't fit the narrative. But but still, the Ma- the Mavs could the Mavs could use now. I I don't even know what the NBA draft is looking like this year. Apparently, it's a really weak draft class. So weak as fuck. They they got this guy Denny Avedia that Hawks fans are raging about, and I have some intel from actual people from uh the, that watch the Israeli league uh, regularly. This guy's a bench warmer, and he's gonna go top five. Like this guy's a bench warmer in the Israeli league that uh. Amari Stoudemire got the MVP in, and they're uh, they got him as their top five on their board, so it's looking pretty rough. Yeah, the, I I just think the Mavs, in terms of the draft, I think the Mavs should just go at just at, at their pick. Just I hope the Mavs just take some European guy we've never heard of before, because that I mean, exactly. If the I mean, the Mavs just need to draft a European player, because if, if when the Mavs draft a European player, I'm like I don't know who that is, but if the Mavs drafted him, they have such good scouts. I'm just gonna assume he's probably gonna develop pretty good. Yeah. 
and with this thing, like with what it is now, these guys, like these scouts or so-called NBA scouts on Twitter, watch them, and like after what Luke has done, they think now they're over sensationalizing. I feel like European players, like this Denny, I've been, I can't even pronounce his last name. Denny, we'll just go with Denny. I mean, he's sure he's a hard worker, but I'm looking at his game, I'm looking at his shot, I'm looking at it all, and I'm like, he's a bench player, he's a bottom of the bench, and y'all got him top five. It's just like the hype that Luca has created on wanting the next Luca is very real. It is very there's, real. They got I, I can tell you right now, there will never be a more accomplished European player to come out of Europe than Luca. I mean, he literally had every accomplishment. There's, there's not going to be another European player as good as him to come out, for, at least for a Trent long time. Is getting limited minutes in the Israeli league to a guy at 18 that won the Euro League MVP. Like, it's not even realistic. Another thing, Luca, Luca's going to be... Luca's already inspired multiple people to not go to college and go to overseas because Luca showed that, like, yeah. overseas develops you way better and gets you way readier for the NBA. Luca came in so much NBA ready than those rookies did. So much more. And he's, like, the way he runs the game, it's just you could tell this dude has been playing with grown-ass men. Well, that, that's the thing. In college, you're playing with, like, scrawny people that, that aren't even in their man bodies yet. In Europe, you're playing with people that are in their 30s that have, like, man bodies and stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just, I'm very, I'm like, I, I don't think there's much more joy I get in sports these days. Other than when, like, Luca, if there's a win we have, and Luca just goes off. And it's just, like, a new stat line. And, like, there was a time this year when Luca was just like, I don't even know anymore. There's just so many stats every day. You give me another stat. I just want to win the game. And when he said that, I was like, this dude don't even care about these stats. This dude just wants to win. And that's when I knew, like, this guy, before he leaves, if he does leave, we're going to win. He's going to get us one because this guy is devoted and all he wants to do is win. Like I said, I don't think I don't think Luca's going to be like Dirk and stay for, like, 20 years. I think Luca will probably eventually leave. Maybe I think he'll be here for the majority of his career. I think he'll I think he'll be always remembered as a math, but I'm seeing it, it's it's hard for a lot of people to to Nash keep. Or not Nash. But well, no, Nash is completely different. We Mark Cuban didn't want to pay Nash, and that was dumb. Not Nash. Not Nash. What was I gonna say? More like a. Would say not Cleveland. Who won and then left and won and. I'm trying to think know, of a star player. Maybe, maybe more like a. Maybe more like a. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody. There, there really isn't a good example of somebody who was like. I mean, I guess you could say LeBron, but he, he, I, maybe more like a LeBron. Like LeBron went to the Heat, but he was. He's always going to be remembered as a Cav. Yeah, and like he won. He went back and won. I feel like Luca won't come back. I feel like Luca will win. Maybe one or two. I think I think if Luca if Luca leaves like because like let's be honest, Luca's going to take the the super max that they're going to pay him. Yeah. So that's going to give him five years. So what's the rookie contract? Like three seasons or four seasons? Yeah, after next year. After next year. So so it, so so that's good this super match, I think. Is there is there a team is there a team option? So like it'll it's probably is it one of those to like where they'll pay him next year but it won't kick in until the year after next year or something like that? Shoot. I do not know the logistics. I just know Mark needs to pay him however much money. For well, because I know I know in the NFL, you know, they have like the fifth year option. Yeah. So I think there was something like that in the NBA, but but I think Luca 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 is definitely good. How many years is the supermax? Five. I think so. So Luca's at least going to be here for like six, seven more seasons. So Luca's going to be here at least till. He, but like I don't even think Luca Luca Luca's going to be Luca's not even going to hit his prime probably till like twenty seven, twenty eight. 
that's when most players hit their prime in terms of IQ and stuff like that. Yeah. So we got to at least sign him for another three years after the Supermax. Oh, yeah. But it's going to be, it's, it's going to be a very interesting future for the Mavs. I don't, I don't think this year, especially with the whole COVID thing, I'm not putting a lot of stock into everything happening this NBA season. I'm not going to put a lot of stock into it. But but I think next I think next season with like with Luca if he can stay fully healthy but also next year we're gonna win so many more games next year because if like the KP we're getting now the fully healthy rejuvenated KP for that whole for a whole season. Putting up now. He's working. He's putting those shots like those little mini jump shots off the glass. How he's able to feel it. It's just this is like you can tell he's been the one foot fadeaways. He's mimicking Dirk already. It's like this guy's only twenty five. He just turned twenty five. Imagine him in three years, like how polished and how strong he'll be. Like just no, and, and that's the thing is also, we if you watch KP early in the year, it we ACL tenure take a long time. I knew it was going to take a, basically about a year for KP to get back to his normal self and even be better than next KP. But if you just look at it, he, he finally has his legs underneath him. Like a lot of his jump shots early in the year of those posts, they were all short. Now they're actually hitting because he has his legs back. Exactly. Last game was rough. I felt like he was just he. He wasn't taking his time to shot, like uh, set up any of his shots. So hey, like, some some games you're just, some games you're just off and you just can't hit a jump shot. So, shout out to Tim Hardaway. <laughs> yeah, the role players last game for the Mavs were really bad. I mean, you, at least till overtime. Three, we beat the Suns. But I I think that's gonna wrap this up. We had we had we had a lot of stars talk today. A lot of good good about fifteen minute Mavs talk. So I I, I want to thank Ahmad Jay for coming on the show today. Um, you want to you want to link you want to link uh, your any social media for them to go follow you or anything like that. Uh, let me figure out what my name is. I think it's uh. It's, let me see. What am I? That's me at that big D sports with a D. That big D sports. Anyways, let's go stars. Let's go Mavs playoffs this week or this pl- playoffs next week. I don't know. The, the NBA is not starting till like the twentieth because they're. I think they're going to have that. Well, there's a good chance they're going to have that play in tournament. I think for the eight seed. Mavericks is going to be a whole another month of play, but uh, Stars starts next week. Yeah, playoffs. I believe so because this. I yeah, yeah the Stars. The Star. I think the first round will start mid next week. Probably that would make yeah. sense. Let's hope the boys maybe catch a W Sunday. That'd be nice. Yeah, I'll probably be bringing Jay, Jay on for a lot of a lot of pods, especially just a lot of the stars post a lot of the stars post game stuff. I'll bring him on so we can talk about that specifically. But yeah, thank thank you guys as always. Go follow the pod core for Dallas on Twitter. You can follow me at Young Onyx on Twitter. We appreciate all the love. Yeah. We we got a mud. We got like seventeen plays on our on our pod from a couple days ago. So I appreciate you guys as always. By the fans, for the fans. Peace, guys. Yeah.